family. And just like every family, there's that one weird uncle, right? And maybe you're that one weird uncle. I think a lot of people think I'm the weird uncle in the, in the family. At least in Sarah's family, right? Oh, that Dave, he's a, he's a strange guy. But we're a family. And we're not biologically related. We're spiritually related. And so we are all called to pass on the faith to the people of this congregation, especially from the older to the younger. In Titus chapter 2, there's this beautiful call of Paul to Titus in the church to pass on the legacy of the faith. Let me read the first uh, few verses of Titus 2. But as for you, teach what accords with sound doctrine. Older men are to be sober-minded, dignified, self-controlled, sound in faith, in love, and in steadfastness. Older women, likewise, are to be reverent in behavior, not slanderers or slaves to much wine. They are to teach what is good, and so train the young women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind and submissive to their own husbands, that the word of God may not be reviled. Likewise, urge the younger men to be self-controlled. So church family, let's pass on the faith. Older men, I'm talking to you right now, teach the younger men to be self-controlled. Older men, come alongside a younger man and teach him to be self-controlled. What does self-control mean? Whatever they're not showing self-control in, talk to them about it. Remember when you were a younger man and all the things you had no self-control in. Older women, this charge is for you. Teach the younger women to be self-controlled. In what areas? Whatever they're struggling with. Older women, teach the younger women to be self-controlled. Younger men, now I'm talking to you, younger men, teens and older men, younger men and teens, listen to some older men. Young men, listen to some older men. Your dad, a pastor, an elder, one of the other guys in this room that you look up to, your friend's father, listen to older men, especially when it comes to self-control. Young men, teen boys, the things you're doing right now that require self-control, God encourages you to listen to some older men about those things. And that means you shouldn't be getting most of your wisdom from a YouTuber who's under 30. All right? Young women, listen to some older women. Teens and young women, listen to some older women. Your mom, your mom's friend, your friend's mom, other women in this church that you look up to. Young women, listen to older women, especially about areas of self-control. And that means all the things your generation is doing. So don't get your wisdom from an Instagrammer who's under the age of 30. Don't get your wisdom. Look to the older women who love Jesus and who have been walking with him. And this will keep us healthy and safe. We all have this huge responsibility to pass the faith on. Isaac grew up in a home that believed in God's promises. Maybe you did too. Maybe not. But this church does. And we've seen God's faithfulness and we want to pass it on. Help us pass it on to the next generation by serving in children's ministry or signing up for VBS when we're doing that this summer. So there's an application for each person here. How can you apply this this week, the passing on of the faith? Tell one story to this church family of God's faithfulness. Tell one story regularly here of God's faithfulness to this church family. What story do we know you for where God stepped in 
and he was faithful to you. Tell that story here. Pass it on. On top of that, uh, raise your hand if you know for sure that you're in a family with four generations of strong Christian faith. Raise your hand if you're in that. Okay. All right, put your hands down. I saw very few hands. You know what that means? That means we really need one another as a church family to pass this faith on. However, I did see some hands, and some of you have that blessing. Talk to your grandparents about their faith. Ask them about their grandparents' faith. If you know or are part of a family with four generations of faithfulness, trusting Jesus, tell those stories. And I know of at least one set here. We've got Arlene Clemens, and we've got Donna Ketterer. We've got Katie Strayhorn and Kevin Ketterer, and then we've got their two sets of kids And I'm going to do something they didn't know was coming, but we have in this church family four generations of faith. Can we just thank God right now for him giving us that? (laughs) Praise the Lord for his faithfulness. You are part of a church that is passing the faith on to the next generation. Accept and receive that challenge from God and the fruit will change hearts and lives and it will have eternal consequences. Kids, ask your parents about your grandparents' faith. Ask for those stories and everyone pass it on. Faith sees that God is faithful and passes it on. Well, second and finally and very briefly, we have Abraham's faith, but he died. Isaac's faith and he died. Jacob's faith and he died, and Joseph's faith when he died. Let me talk very briefly about funerals. I want to tell you something I say at a Christian funeral, and then the thing that I do at the end of every Christian funeral. Here's what I say. At the grave site, when we're laying a body to rest in the ground, like Abraham's body and Isaac's body and Jacob's body, Joseph's bones, I invite everyone to come closer to the casket and I say, hear the word of the Lord. And then I read Psalm 23, which ends this way. As everyone is thinking about this saint who has died, what is their testimony? Psalm 23, verse 6. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. When I lay you to rest, if I have the privilege of doing that, I am going to remind everyone that the God of our fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Joseph was faithful to you every day of your life, and he is not done being faithful to you because you will be raised to new life on the last day and live forever in God's presence. You go immediately to be with the Father, but in your remade body, you will live forever in the new heavens and the new earth. I remind people of that when I put a body in the ground. And then I say some words of committal. And then at the end of my prayer, I say, In Christ rising from the dead, you, Lord, conquered death. You opened the gates to everlasting life. So renew our trust in you that by the power of your love, we shall one day be brought together again with... And then I say your name. Grant this, we pray, through Jesus Christ our Lord. And amen. And then I do something. And I try not to get noticed for it, but this is something I do. Every time I've laid a body in the ground, thinking about Isaac's faith and his generational faith and trusting God as you take your last breath, I walk over to your casket, and if you're in the casket, and I put my hand on the casket, 
And I cried this Thursday as I was typing this part of my notes up. And I tear up almost every time I do this, depending on how emotional everything went that day. I'm thinking of that saint who died in Jesus. And I say, I'll see you soon. And then I walk away and that's the end of the gravesite committal for me. I don't say goodbye because it is not goodbye. I say, I'll see you soon, and I mean it because the tomb of Jesus is empty. Death is not the end of our lives, but only through Christ. If you've believed in Jesus for the forgiveness of your sins, to all who believe, we live past death. He has given us eternal life, and Isaac trusted in that, and he passed it on in his generation. May we be a church that passes it on. If you've trusted in Jesus... You have eternal life. And if you die first, I will remind your family of that at your funeral. Abraham believed God kept his word. Isaac believed God kept his word. Jacob believed God kept his word. Joseph believed God kept his word. Whoever told you about Jesus believed God kept his word. And if you believe in Jesus, your testimony will be like Isaac's. God is faithful. May God help us receive that grace and pass it on. Amen? Let me pray. Lord, this is difficult to think about. We do all die one day because sin has ruined